Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer-Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion, hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes yay and if you haven't already please leave us a rate and review on itunes we really appreciate that it actually helps us get out to more bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching yes and please subscribe to us oh you got your beatles cup way to go i love it and go. I was just kind of sitting here waiting, and I know you have to say your stuff, mm-hmm. but I was sewing this on a jean shirt. Is that cute, guys, or what? Oh, that's so cute. Nana's putting patches on her jean jacket. I'm going back to the 1969. It was a good time, 70, and I'm doing a little sewing like that. Oh, I like it. It looks cool, Nana. It looks cool. So we were supposed to be starting at 10 a.m. Uh, Darian, hello. Uh, thank you. Darian says, you two are my favorite Hi, YouTubers. <laughs> Thank you oh, so Darian, much. Thank you. That's so nice. So That's so nice. I hope we're we're with it today. I didn't take any NyQuil, you guys. Oh yes, NyQuil Nana is no, no. longer. You're feeling better. Not, uh, yeah, sorta, but oh, yeah. I can still feel it. But anyway, everybody's got this crap and nobody can get rid of it. I know. So what we're going to do today is we are going to be discussing the latest episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, episode nine, A Wine of a Time. Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. But first, we're going to do a little life check-in with me and Nana. You guys, if you're listening live right now on YouTube, hello. Please join us in the chat like you are. Let us know all your thoughts, questions, concerns about Atlanta or about life in general. Happy New Year to everyone as well. And yes, yeah, so we're going to jump right in. We're going to break down episode nine of the Real Housewives of Atlanta and just talk about um, life and have some fun here on the Married to Bravo podcast. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up on YouTube and also join us in the chat, like I said. And if you're listening later on iTunes, please rate and review us. We would really appreciate it. It helps us get out to more people listening and who are Bravo fans. So yes, yes, yes. Um, all right, Nana. So what is yes. going on? How is life, Nana? We've had a little bit of a rough week, but we are, you know, the new year it hasn't was. been super kind to us so far, but how are you doing, Nana? What's going on? Doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Doing pretty good. I got, um, um, I, on New Year's Eve, um, we lost our cat Wally for of 20 years. So that was really tough. And, and certainly we knew he had issues and I had brought him to the vet and the vet said, yeah, you know, 20 years, it's a long time. And we could just see him going downhill and losing weight. Mm-hmm. But um, he's in a better place. And I truly believe that. Yeah. He's in um, kitty heaven with um, our other Otis. kitties through the years. His best friend was another orange tabby. So while he was an orange tabby, he showed up on our my parents' porch 20 years ago. Uh, we didn't know. 
anything about him. We already had an orange cat named Otis. They were around the same age. They fought on the porch. I was yeah. blow drying my hair. I ran out and I was like, stop it. Because when they say cat fight, a cat fight is the most awful thing you can hear. It's it's mean. It's yeah. like, I mean, the, the noises are like, I went out there with my brush, you know, and at the time I'm, you know, 19, maybe 20 years old. And I'm like, I'm like, stop it. So Wally, we realized did not have a home and he didn't have a name obviously yet. And then we brought him to the vet and we got him um, fixed because he was a big male tabby. So he had, uh, you know, the big face, the big cheeks and more aggression. And then once he was neutered, right? Is that what you call it? Because you call you know, a girl cat I spade, always- a boy cat neutered or something I don't know I always get that mixed up once we got him neutered he was so sweet which maybe that's you know I don't know for all men no we shouldn't say that but we will maybe that (laughs) you know he was so sweet and not violent and him and Otis became the best of friends and then we lost Otis a couple years ago um, and he was such a good cat and they would do this thing, you guys, uh, where Wally, we don't know what it was like a dominance thing or whatever, but Wally was the more, he, I thought he was just the, Otis was sweet, but Otis was more independent and yes. Wally would, he was very codependent on Otis, but he would do this thing where he'd jump on Otis's back, but Otis, it wasn't in a mean way. And it wasn't in like, he was trying to, he mounted him, but not in like <laughs> a gross way. He just would bite on the back of his neck and on the scruff and seriously who doesn't like that yeah and who doesn't like that I mean I think he took after Nana um and so he would be on top of Otis and Otis would just sit there and so one Christmas Chell and I Nana would take them off each other like don't hurt each other but they were never hurting each other Chell got a picture of Nana taking the Wally off Otis and posted on Facebook but it looked like from the picture that she was putting it him on Otis so he posted to Facebook that Nana's doing gross stuff with the cats and oh my gosh Nana was so mad she's still that picture's still on Facebook and you still are mad (laughs) I didn't I didn't appreciate that one do I think it's funny now sure I get over things easy what was that seven years ago okay yeah we also had we thought we lost Otis and Wally years before too like right after we got Otis yeah. Uh, we adopted Otis, and then Wally came to our doorstep. We, um, I was, me and my boyfriend at the time were driving to go get some food. We were leaving my parents' house. At the end of the street, there was an orange cat had been hit by a car. And I freaked out because I had just adopted Otis, and it looked like Otis. So we're like, oh, my God, it's Otis. And my dad's like, all right, we're going. Jolene, calm down. I'm on the lawn. I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't control them. It was sad. I was so devastated because I'm like, I just saved this little kitty and now I let him die because my parents live out in the country and this is like 2000 and we would kind of let the cats go out. I mean, now when you adopt cats, they ask you, you know, not to do that. But this is, there was more farmland and stuff. And so they would kind of hang out in the yard and I thought, oh no, he got into the, um, street got hit by a car so my boyfriend right. and I drive back up I'm inconsolable crying on the lawn you guys I go inside my dad's like all right my dad gets a shovel he's like calm down and we bury this orange cat that we think is our cat Otis and then I'm crying and it's dark out and we're in the garage and my brother's there we just buried the cat we're all devastated and then this orange cat runs past me and I go it's Otis. And my dad goes, no, Jolene, Otis is dead. <laughs> like I'm like hallucinating. And I said, no, it's Otis. And sure enough, it was Otis. He ran under the car. He was still alive. So I'm like, 
it's Wally. So I thought, oh no, Wally, it was Wally all along. So then I mourned Wally for two hours and then all of a sudden the light goes on by the patio door, Wally shows up and I'm like, whose orange cat did we bury? We buried someone's orange cat, but we gave him a very nice funeral. I was just gonna say we gave it a wonderful <laughs> funeral. You know, orange cats, you know, they're all related. Mm-hmm. But they so, are yeah, the so that's, that's not a good way to start out the new year, but you don't want any person and or pet of yours to suffer. Nope. And um, certainly in a better place. So, yep. We'll and bring he up died the doing what he loved, you guys, laying by the fireplace at my parents' house. Yeah. Place. He really. He loved he loved that fireplace. Nana, you got lots of love on, uh, I posted a little tribute to Wally Wee from the BBC on yeah. Instagram and Facebook, and a lot of people oh, were sending yeah. you their thoughts and their love, so, Isn't that yeah. nice? And, you know, people that have had pets, and maybe people that haven't had pets, but mostly people that have had pets, they get it. They get it. Because you love, you love these guys just like family. In fact, probably sometimes better than some family I always say members. pets, I mean, are superior to people in a lot of ways. Most people I know <laughs> can't hold a candle to the pets I know. Even other people's pets I like more than most people. Isn't that true? It's true. Isn't that true? I know. I know. It's true, Nana. So, so sorry, Nana. Um, you were a good... Thank was you. Your, he was your buddy, and you were a good cat mom, and we gave him a good life, and so, yeah. We did. We did give him a good life, and I have to keep remembering that. It's just, mm-hmm. it's hard because it was just me and Papa and Wally in the house, and it's so quiet now because Wally was a talker. Yeah. And that's why we called him Wally because my dad liked to talk, and his name was Wally. Yeah, we named him after my grandpa. <laughs> so it was, wow, you know, and yeah, I'm just so... You just keep looking and going, oh, gosh, is, did I feed him today and things like that. So anyway, let's. Yeah. let's. So, yeah. So we're moving on from that. That's what was happening. Uh, Miss Price says, my mom lost her dog a day before her birthday. Uh, it's just, oh, it's never a good see? time, but especially around the holidays and stuff. It's never, it's no, just, it's never our- good. Yeah. And then Chell and I spent uh, the holidays with family and one of his uncles was very sick and then he passed away. And so we were at, um, funerals. So we just got back into town from Palm Springs, Calipatria area. So, you know, it's been a lot already. Yeah. Already with 2000, what are we? 2020. I was going to say 2010, 2020. I mean, all this stuff, we wake up and you know, stuff's going on. So let's talk about a little more fun stuff. Um, all right. Even though I'm, we do I'm talk about all aspects of life because, you know, we all um, experience all these things and we love you guys. That's right. And we love Nana and we just want Nana to know. Oh, thanks. We're thinking of Thank her. Thank you. But we have a brand new episode of the Housewives of Atlanta on oh. tonight. And we just hit Toronto. So we're talking about episode nine, a wine of a time. Nana, what are your overall thoughts of this episode? I, you know, and I don't want to jump to the end, but watch me. Mm-hmm. Why do, <laughs> they're so suspenseful. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I used to do that on all my children and one life to live when I watched my soaps yeah. back in the day. The suspense, it's like, oh no, I wanted to see what they had to say to Nini. So that's. Oh, I know. They, they like they to do a freeze frame. The best I was so for last. Sad. They do it every freaking time. And the whole build up to Nini showing up in Toronto, which I'm glad yes. she showed up. And I get why she didn't fly with them. 
But why wait till they're having drinks on the roof? I feel like we could have cut the whole dance scene. I like to learn about the joke and yeah. the line, but I got it. Like, let's move it along. I want to get to Cynthia confronting Kenya. I want to get to Portia confronting Eva. Now, what oh, did you yeah. think about the confrontations? We can kind of just go loosey-goosey with this um, breakdown okay. of our favorite parts. So what did you think about the confrontation with Portia? Because earlier in the episode, she met with her sister, and they were doing makeup. Now, did you know the trick about the little highlighter on the tip of the nose? And No. Now, I want to know about that because... Mm -hmm. She came in and she said, that's the color I want. It's called orgasm. Yep. And then she took that color and put it like right here. Well, they're highlighters, I, I think. It's like a highlight. You can highlight your nose, Nana. You can do. Um, what does it do? Uh, well, I think. I don't know. I'm not like a good makeup person. Um, I wear the makeup, um, but I don't know how to contour my face. I've tried. I got the stick things where it's like. Um, almost like a bronzer color, like a brown, and then you're supposed to like, oh. smudge it in and do lines and contour. So you can make like your nose kind of pop. You can like narrow it. You can make more definition in your cheeks. You can even make your jaw. I think you're, I don't know what I'm talking about. You can make your chin look smaller. <laughs> well, you know, the last time I got a bunch of new makeup and I was playing with stuff, you know how mm. you like to do it. It's yeah. just fun. I look like Mrs. Doubtfire. It just, I had Man, too much Mrs. going Doubtfire. on. Mrs. Doubtfire, what, did you put your face in a pie? Hello. Well, hello. <laughs> no, I had too, I had too much going on. Yeah, well, so, the, I think Portia, she, her face, she knows how to beat her face. That's what you say. You beat it, you bake it. I think that's the saying. Um, she knows how to put makeup on her face. That's what I'm saying. Well, um, just, yeah, such a, a beautiful woman. Me and Nana need lessons. Um, but that little bit, I tried a little bit of highlighter on my nose the other day, and I feel like it just brought out my pores more. <laughs> oh, and that's always nice, you know. But I didn't, I don't know. I've had this cold, so if I needed any highlighter and, or conceal, it would be under my nose yeah. so it doesn't look so damn red. <laughs> you know? Well, that'd be, yeah, you get a little concealer, and then... Yeah, I don't really always know. Even with highlighter, I don't always know what I'm doing. But they definitely do. So in that conversation with her sister, she was saying she wanted to confront Eva because she didn't. She feels like Eva's in her circle, in her tribe. She shares a lot with Eva. And then Eva went off and was saying stuff to Candy and Cynthia and getting upset and talking about the blogs. And maybe she should let her C-section scar heal. Ooh. I know. That ooh. was like, ooh, ouch. And that doesn't seem like Eva to me. Eva, to me, I always thought was a little more even keel, maybe not as much as Candy, but that that surprised me for Eva, I that think, she would come out like that. I think, I don't know who said if it was Candy or Cynthia describing Eva, Eva, or maybe they both did, when she goes off on her reads and she's starting to shade people, I almost think, I do this too, where if I'm going off on someone, and I think people that follow me on YouTube will notice this, I might... People will say, remember when you said this about this person, you know, on a TV show or about oh, Big Brother or Bravo? Oh, sure. I'll, sometimes if I'm in the moment, I won't remember. It's almost like a blackout oh, okay. where you're just, you're on a roll and you're rhyming and moving along. You know, all the things I've said about Hot Dog Dennis, I couldn't remember everything I've said about Hot Dog Dennis. Um, I've said a lot of things about Hot Dog Dennis. I don't like them. But I think Eva, will, you know, when she, she's a little bit like Kelly Dodd that way when she feels attacked. Then she attacks and she throws her shade. And so I think almost she doesn't remember because we've seen this from Eva on previous seasons where she didn't remember stuff oh, she sure. has said. So she's a little bit of a pot stirrer and she's, a, you know, 
you okay with your little headphone there, Nancy? Yeah, I was just having headphone. trouble hearing there. <laughs> well, that's because you're like you you have hearing issues that we're not addressing still. What? What now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's okay. You know, I almost I went to bingo yesterday um, with Sarah, my daughter in law, and um, and her friends, and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. The young and, gals. Uh, the young gals. And I found myself sitting there like this at bingo trying to hear the numbers. Nana, can't you just go to a, a I will, but throat and just get your hearing checked? It's okay. I'll go with you. I'll fly home. We'll get our I'll get oh, my hearing you checked too. You don't have to fly home. I will do it and I'll do it within the first six months of this year. All right, you guys. Mark that down. Put that on your calendar. We're gonna check back in with Nana. I will. The first six it. months. Why I the will. first six months? Why not the first three? Because I'm very busy. <laughs> what are you doing? Playing bingo? Where you can't even hear. B9, you're like, huh? <laughs> Did they say G? What? No. <laughs> and that's when it interferes with my fun. Yeah. Now we I've have some issues. For years, I've, you haven't been able to hear me. And you don't give a shit. But when it affects bingo, you're like, oh, I better do something. Within six months, I better do something. <laughs> you are cracking me up. You are cracking me up. Well, I just, you know, I mean, I just, that made me feel bad because they're all sitting there dobbing away. You know, they have these dobbers yeah. for the bingo. Mm-hmm. And they're dobbing away. And I'm looking over at them going, what did they just dob? What did, I said, which one was that? So I'm I'm that girl now. Nana, I'm that woman get the now. miracle ear, Nana. We got to get the miracle I, ear. It's okay. They're very, very expensive. But I think, I think if I just go into the doctor and explain that, I think there's some hearing loss. <laughs> How are you going to hear your housewives? How are you going to hear them? I know. Good thing a lot know. of the housewives, all the franchises are very loud. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Thank God you I got volume control. They're very loud. I know. Yes, start watching. No, and see, and Linda loves New New York. She Nana's likes that friend. one so much. Nana's she just partner. loves New York. Mm-hmm. My life partner. Yep. She just loves New it's York, awesome. but it's just not okay. I I'm into what I'm into right now. Okay. And I can't wait till we have Orange County's not Orange, but Beverly Hills starting up again, and Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Do you report on Vanderpump Rules? Uh, Did we do this already? Yeah, Nana, you've been on episodes of Vanderpump Rules before. <laughs> I am so see what happens. You get Michael to the stage Nana and every, strikes again. <laughs> every day is a new experience. Oh, it's fabulous. You're scared. So me. good. I can't. I can't wait to do that again. <laughs> All right. Well, on on with the show. <laughs> Uh, um, Miss Price, I've had a lot of requests actually for us, Nana, to do another podcast, you guys. And I've heard your requests and I love it. And Miss Price just says, can you oh. do an Ask Nana podcast? She always keeps it real. And Nana and I have discussed a little bit of keeping married to Bravo and doing it, but also just doing like a podcast about life and talking and things like that. Because I think Nana has such great stories. And um, Oh, that's very nice. From a mother-daughter perspective. So we're working on it. So if you have ideas for us of names and things like that, um, feel free to send them my way because I think 2020 Nana and I are going to have another podcast because this one will keep more on just Bravo. And then that one will, will venture off into God knows where shit in our pants and coals and being depressed. Who knows? 
Who you knows? just don't know. You just don't know. <laughs> Shawanda, happy new year to you too. Okay. So Nana, your opinion, were you in this uh, a discussion, Porsche, I thought Porsche called out Eva in a really uh, nice way. I like how they all wait till they get together and then they call each other out. I love it because answer for yourself. If you're going to say something, answer for yourself. And I love everyone's reactions. But are you team uh, Eva or team Porsche on this um, subject? Well, boy, that's a hard one because I really do love Eva. You do love but Eva. I, right away you were I like, do. I love this Eva. Is it because she's pregnant? You have this like like softness for her and she chews not, ice all the time? <laughs> did you see that? I thought to myself, that is my, there's a keto um, jump jump on that because I've been trying keto again. I'm on my second date. Why is date. she chewing very, so much ice? Is that a pregnancy thing? No, it must be. I was, um, I did um, double chocolate dipped peanuts um, when I was, I was just like this constant when I was pregnant and, but ice, I mean, what a good thing. Keeps you hydrated. Yeah. You feel like you're getting something. She's got the spoon going to her mouth. It's, it's all up here. Modeling I know that. She remembers like just snacking, keeping hydrated and not, you know, wanting to put too many calories in your body or something. Well, I just think it's wonderful. Mm. I mean, she just looks so good. Mm-hmm. She, she does. Looks she looks so super healthy. Uh, Shawanda saying, yes, chewing ice is a pregnancy thing, Nana. Is Nana it? Nana was chewing M&Ms, but everyone else was chewing I, ice. And that's Nana's right. doctor was like, you gained 80 pounds with this beast, no. Jolene. 82. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 82 pounds. I, I went okay. from a size 8. I was a size 8 because I was smaller than Size eight, and I went up to like a size 16, 18 maternity pants. Mm-hmm. Back in those days, you went to the maternity. Yeah. They had the, I don't know if they still have them. I don't think so. Maternity stores, the whole store for maternity wear. Yeah. And I spent a lot of money on all the clothes because I was still working, you know, working and you needed clothes. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I took those size 16, 18 black pants and I sewed a couple of them together and we made a really nice carport in the backyard. Nana. So <laughs> it was nice. We had the minivans back then. You just pull right in. It was very nice. Yeah. They, st- <laughs> they still have uh, maternity stores. They have like Miss Price's. Do they? Motherhood maternity. Oh. And then when you go in to Target, they have a maternity clothes um, brand. I forget what it's called. But for some reason, I always – I always go to those I, clothes and I go, oh, this is so cute. And it's always maternity because they always look so comfy. I know. I do the same thing. I saw that they have the Targets mm-hmm. has them. Back in the day, Target or none of them handled maternity clothes. They had regular shops so you could pay top dollar for everything. Yes. But um, yeah, I mean, I think they do look comfortable, don't they? They look so comfortable. I, I love the stretch panel in front. Oh, right. And they, it gives you that extra tummy give if you eat you know, a couple Chipotle burritos, you know? So they're just, yeah, but some people have the opposite, um, effect or reaction when they're pregnant. Like Logan reads in the chat is saying, my mom couldn't eat anything when she was pregnant. She constantly puked. I had a friend that happened to and they had to give her this anti-nausea drug. It starts with a Z. Um, actually I've had a few friends that that's happened to when they're pregnant. And I think that would just be the worst, the worst. Oh, I know. No, everything stayed with me. I, nothing. I didn't herp up anything, and I should have. 
But um, <laughs> okay. So in this situation, um, I saw a couple people in the chat are Team Porsche. I think you. It's hard not to be Team Porsche because even the producers and editing came with receipts. They and they. I loved how they edited this episode when Eva was like, "I never said bring it to the blogs. I never said pull up the blogs." And they were like, "Pull up the blogs. Pull up the blogs." And they kept cutting to her saying it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, you know. She was caught. Okay. She was caught dead yeah. to right that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Portia, she put it out there really nicely. You she know? did. She did. And they were able to talk about it. And I, I agree with Portia. I think, you know, um, she's going through a rough time. She doesn't need jabs from her friends. She doesn't need no, her friends pointing stuff out. So if Eva's going to be her friend, even if she hears something, if someone brings something up about, you know, I do, in Eva's defense, Portia did say something about um, mm. uh, why she didn't come. Remember, she told Kenya why Eva uh, didn't bring her kids to Kenya's oh, right, party. Right, and that kind right. of started this whole drama. So I think if they just would have spoke to each other, you know, this wouldn't have happened. Uh, if Eva just would have went to her when she heard that and been like, why did, why did you tell Kenya that? Why are you trying to I know, start stuff with I me? I know. And Kenya, but I think Portia saw it as a way for her to bond with Kenya. So who knows? But either way, they brought it up. Eva, of course, she had pregnancy brain. She couldn't remember. She could never remember. She's like, D- I said that, you know, because uh, <laughs> she just got in her reading mood and she was just keeps going, keeps going and doesn't remember everything. And then my favorite part was when Portia, when when they asked, um, you know, Cynthia, because Candy's like, she did say it because Candy is always sober. Yeah. Her brain is on point. Like Candy is like, well, what do they say? Like a steel trap up there. Is that what they say? Her her mind is like a steel trap. Yeah. Right. She gets that stuff, you know, tell a friend, telephone, tell a candy. She'll remember and she will repeat that because she's always the sober one. She doesn't drink, you know, and she's super clever. And so she's like, no, this is exactly what you said at 918 p.m. <laughs> I know, I know. I I didn't like those kind of friends when I drank. I know. So. <laughs> so Candy, yeah. So then um, they're like, so Candy's lying? Candy's like, I did not lie. And then Cynthia, they ask Cynthia, and Cynthia's more like, you know, she's trying to protect Eva. And then Portia's like, what do you got to say now? Rolling around. Oh, what do you remember now? <laughs> you know, just like. I know. Portia's reactions to things freaking kill me. I love it. I love it. I know. I just, I get a kick out of her too. And I like that they're on the rooftops and how beautiful Toronto looked. Yeah. And their rooms that they got in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Explain to me, who is this Julie McCoy, the cruise director, the one that got this all together? The Julie, what's a Julie McCoy? Is that the person from Love Boat? Yeah. Yeah. Julie McCoy. Oh, so Tanya, 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 Canadian. Yeah, Tanya. So what's... Tanya was a friend of the show. I think Nini brought her in last season or the season before. Then they oh, had a okay. little falling out, but now it looks like they're trying to mend their ways. Tanya, I think Tanya wants to be a housewife right now. She's a friend of the show. I think she's working her way in, trying to prove her worth oh. as a housewife. So she's been a friend of the show. She became friends with the other housewives. Her and Eva kind of bonded. And so now she's like, let's go back to my hometown of Toronto. Because she's Canadian, so she's friendly. Um... Yeah, so that's the base. That's all the story. She just- oh, Tanya's also been engaged for like fifty years and hasn't got married yet. Um, oh, oh, and she and smart too. R and M in the chat says Tanya. Tanya Tanya was offered a peach and declined. I wonder why she declined. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Uh, that do is- they know? Do they know each other's salaries? 
Yeah, remember we read the um, salaries? They're all posted online. We read them a couple oh, episodes yeah. ago. Yeah, was it right after we did Vanderpump Rules? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, all the memories that you don't remember. It's uh, wonderful. Like I said, you know, you got to make room for other stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I just maybe they weren't offering enough money. Well, here's here. I found a little um, article about it here because I have to know. Let's see. Actually, well, this is just from Lipstick Alley. So, um I don't know. She's too busy running a tech company. Man, RNM, you have it together. I love this. Okay. Wow. According to this, it says she did. She turned down a piece. She said she was offered one, but turned it down because of the long hours that took her away from her businesses. So yes, I think she turned it down oh, because okay. Eva's financial situation. We all know that Eva's peach was up for grabs. Oh. Oh. Okay. So people are t- the streets are talking, and they're saying Tanya turned it down. So, okay. Okay. Yeah, so maybe she just likes the little bit of notoriety and fame, but ultimately her business is successful and lucrative and she doesn't want to mess with that. So I respect that. I respect that. All right. That, um, that's interesting about our little friend Tanya, but she, um, yeah, so she put together this trip. Um, so we had the Eva Porsche call out. So let's just get to the Kenya. Let's just do the call outs. Uh, then the Kenya, uh, Cynthia where Cynthia called out Kenya. What'd you think of that, Nana? <laughs> All right, I'm trying to think how that went down. Cynthia. Okay, I'll remind you. Cynthia was like, oh, Kenya, why did you say I think you're going to get engaged? I think (gasps) he's going to propose. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was horrible. I mean, why did she say that? You know, Candy knew darn well that she shouldn't have said something to her. Candy shouldn't have said to who? Candy shouldn't have said to... Kenya shouldn't have said to Cynthia because Candy told Kenya... To um, that, hey, you know, get here soon because I think they're going, he's going to propose. Because remember, uh, Mike told Candy. And then Kenya gets there and she's like, I think he's going to propose. And Candy's like, what the hell? Why Why would you you say say that? that? What's your theory on why she'd say that? She just wanted to be the whole show and she wanted to rain on her parade a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because no one's offering her. You know, she's having trouble in her own relationship, so she just mm-hmm. maybe wanted to throw shade. Is that what we call it? Yeah, Nana, just throwing. Is she throwing? She's, is she shading Cynthia's engagement? And it was so, wasn't that the prettiest thing? Wasn't that the cutest the way you proposed? I loved it. It was. Well, I think you're right, Nana. I do think that right now Kenya is going through a hard time. And, you know, if Kenya ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. So I think that even if she loves Cynthia, which I think she does. I still think yeah. Kenya doesn't always know how to exhibit that kind of love and yeah. also be happy it, for sad. others. So, yeah. And, you know, she was explaining it as, oh, I have these premonitions and things, and we talk about that. But how's your premonition when Candy basically told you it was going to happen? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> And Candy did say, Candy goes, why did I ever even mention it? Yeah. You know, I should have just shut it, shut it down. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she was so just trying to tell happen. her to get there. I know, but yeah, yeah, sometimes that just isn't. Well, we know and we it, see in this episode that Kenya is not happy and they talk to no. her about the situation. So they sit down, have a little um, chat uh, about the dinner they all had with their husbands. So it's Cynthia, Candy, and Kenya. And they replay, you know, what happened Mark. during that dinner and Mark. And it's just like, oh, Mark hates her. He's, he hates her. Mark is just, 
Mark's a pill. I, get rid of him. Mm-hmm. You're just, we've talked about this before. And that I remember. Yeah, that um, I remember some stuff. That sure. I remember. <laughs> so, yeah, Mark, get out of there. Yeah. You just, it, you're not even nice to her. Mm-hmm. You put her down in front of her friends. I think that's the worst thing a man can do. Oh, it's so horrible. And you should have her back. I get, but the thing is, he, he doesn't like her. He, he, it's no, eating at no, him. I, for some reason, he's still yes. at this point in the show with her. I don't understand that. I think Kenya and Candy and uh, Cynthia made a great point of talking about why, if this guy is newly married to you, has a new baby with you, why is he going out for drinks with Todd when he's in Atlanta and not going home with you and the baby? I know, but, you know, if you talk to anybody that's been married a long time, here we mm-hmm. go. Their lifestyle, a lot of times, not, I'm saying not now, not the young kids coming up, but my age group in the 60s, um, the guy's lifestyle didn't change. I mean, if you were in, let's say a woman was in softball, let's say a woman bowl, let's say a woman did crafts or something. You had to quit. And worked full, and worked full time, right, and took care of the baby. You just quit yours. So um, the guys keep going. Tell me if I'm wrong. But tell me if I'm wrong. But I know I'm not because I got them. lots of friends that have backed that up. Oh yeah, that's like a very old school mentality. But I think now you need to pull these dudes in and be like, first of all, Todd. Um, could, I love Candy and Todd, but there's a side of Todd I don't love, and it's take my daughter to the strip club, Todd, and I gotta go out and yeah. have drinks, Todd. It's like Todd, you're married. You have all these businesses. Either you go out with Candy. Or you don't go out at all. Like, you don't need to well, be hitting the streets because Todd, there's been, the streets were talking about Todd for a little bit. So he needs to yeah. keep it closer to home, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I well, <laughs> I I totally agree. Get the hell home. You're not even with your baby that much, you know? No. I mean, and 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 I'm not saying Todd. I'm, well, Todd with his kids. But I, I'm just saying it's time to just, Mark, you know, stand up, get the hell home. It's not Mark that's running out with them, though, is it? No, Mark's running out with Todd. When oh, yeah, he, Mark after and the Todd, dinner, they're both from New York, yeah. and they both like to... And I, okay. I hated that Candy was like, well, that's just how New York guys are. It's like, no, not all guys are going to go want to run out in the streets and go get drinks when they have their beautiful wives there. They would either invite their wives out, and if their wives didn't want to go, they'd go home. Go home and have sex with your wife. Go home and cuddle your wife. Go home and rub your wife's feet. Go home and have a glass of wine with your wife. Why you got to go to the club? You are in your 40s. You're married. You do not belong I... in the club. There is an age for the club. If you and your wife want to have a nice, fun night out, Go yeah. to the club. If you're single and 40, go to the club. But when you got a family and businesses and a wife, the club should yeah. see you and do a scan, like a retinol scan, like the Matrix, and go, no, bro, go home. Go home. This club ain't for you. What are you going to find at the club? This isn't yours. This, ain't yeah. Your, yeah. <laughs> this is not your place anymore. <laughs> no, this is not. Like, I... No, I do not understand these men who are well past their dating time and stuff, and they're going out in the club. Go home. And this is what happens in the club. See, here we go. What, Nana, you brought got, props? Nana's got props. I brought props. There, there's the little, oh, they're sitting there having a drink. Guy. Look at that slutty guy. Leave that nice and woman alone, here. you slut guy. <laughs> and We're and there we are. We're out and about and beautiful woman on his arm and he's turning back. These are the cutest cards. I got these at a garage sale and I fell in love with them. Yeah, um, those are horrible. I thought they were darling. I, that guy, he's got his arm. Nana's showing me a, 
a man who's got a beautiful woman on his arm, but he's yeah, checking out this I other like woman, it. and the other woman is feeding into it like, yeah, leave your woman. I mean, this, what is going on with these cards? Well, look at this how so cute they came. Men. They came in. It was Mad Men. That's exactly okay. it. It reminded me of that. Okay. Well, and it's calm called, down, Don Draper. Go home. It's called swinging. Oh, okay. So they're swinging. Well, it looks like the lady on the right does not want to be swinging. She wants to be no, coasting home. <laughs> they reminded me of Barbie dolls and stuff and mm -hmm. the way they're dressed and stuff. So <laughs> anything about Barbie dolls, I'm all into it. Now, I wanted to use a couple of these to send out for Stacy's shower. Is, are you a carrot top? She has got all the props. She is pulling props out of the I just, I just love this. I mean, and this is, okay, this is what work used to be. Oh, oh hi. What can I know? Aren't they cute, though? I thought they were really cute, but that's just me. They're like dripping with misogyny, but yeah, they're cute. Uh <laughs> Hi, who are you going to do first? Oh my anyway, God, these okay. are swingers. I know. So anyway, I just thought they were cute cards. Who are you going to send these and to? <laughs> I'm sending them out for Christmas next year. <laughs> <laughs> Wishing you and yours the best swing and new year you could ever oh have. Oh my okay. gosh. I, so That is that's very interesting. Sexual harassment much, Michelle Edwards says. <laughs> yes. I grew up with it. <laughs> Exodus says Harvey Weinstein cards. <laughs> That's true. Nan Nana's going to spit stuff out of her nose. <laughs> Exodus, don't do that while I'm sipping. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Okay. Uh, I'm all right. That was good. That was good. Harvey Weinstein cards. <laughs> So that Beep Beep really Toon good. has a good point in the chat, but Cynthia has just told us on a previous episode that she was about to get engaged. Cynthia already knew. Yes, Cynthia did already know. She's been talking yeah. about it. She's been so thirsty about it. She's rearranging her whole closet for it. So that is a good point. Um, I think it was just the fact that Candy had told uh, yeah, Kenya, and then it just looked like she was trying to put salt in her little engagement and not let her have that tiny moment. I mean, first of all, these engagements yes. and these wedding things, you got to slow down people. You got, you got to just calm it down. This, this is an important day in your life, but it's not the most important day of your life. What no, you do after that marriage and engagement is the most important thing because people need to get over themselves. I'm sorry. I have very strong opinions on this, but we just kind of romanticize and play up this whole, like it has to be perfect. And you have to ask me here and I need this ring and this dress. And this many people have to be at my wedding. We got to calm it down. We got to calm it down, especially on the housewives. We got to calm it down with the housewives. I get, but you know, especially when this is your third marriage. Do you think because you weren't 21 or 20 when you got married, I was 20. Too. Mm -hmm. um, I was 35. That, so that changes certainly your outlook on these big, expensive weddings. Oh, it changed. I mean, it just does. I it's think just not. Either you're you're one of those. Um, I don't want to say one of those girls or women, but one of those people who dream about their wedding, because I do think it's really pushed down women's throats from the day you are little. Little boys don't get wedding dresses to dress up in they don't get their tuxes to put on uh they don't get princess yeah. barbie to play with or wedding barbie we are forced to just from a young age when you're a girl is just like wedding marriage yeah. find your prince whatever and i was always like i don't have time to find my prince i got stuff to say you know i got stuff to do 
I got little I boys to beat up. There are things on my priority list, and it's not um, getting married. So I really it, that's true. And remember, my girlfriend Kathy Fleming would always say, her mom told her, "When you run out of things to do, get married." Yeah. And th- that's that a was good just, quote. When you run out of things to do, to do get married. And you used to tell me that as a kid because um, I loved it. I thought it was oh yeah yeah. So I think um, it's just, you know, I think getting married and that commitment and what, you know, that's all so wonderful, but it's either you are that person that dreamed of your wedding or you're that person that didn't dream of your wedding. You dreamed of other, dreamt of other stuff and neither are right or wrong, but I do think it's forced down uh, and and embedded in us since we're very young as young women. Most definitely. Yes. Yeah, most definitely, especially my era, because we didn't have a lot of choices, mm-hmm. and as women your age do, mm-hmm. and younger, yeah. yeah, so many more choices for well, women. And you recognize that, so you would tell me when I was a little girl, you would go, don't rush this. You also said uh, the same thing about kids. You never were a pressuring me to have kids. No, no. And you know what? I it, Not that children aren't wonderful, and they are. But boy, when you have them, you don't realize you don't just have them till you're eight, till they're eighteen. No or one leaves the ever. house anymore. You guys, forever Nana and, yeah. has to deal with my bullshit still, and I'm thirty nine. I call her up, and I'm like, Nana, you gotta talk Look me this. off the ledge. It's okay, but that's but all right. I that's wanted a- you to be able to retire from this motherhood stuff, Nana, and you can't. Oh, you don't. You don't retire from motherhood. It's no, you just don't. And then when you do get the grandkids too, then you worry about them and stuff. So it's kind of a constant thing. But mm-hmm. there's so it's just so much fun. All of it's all it's of it fun, is. A- but the stuff that happens after these big ceremonies is actually. The fun part and also the hard part and the part that you're yeah. actually doing. So I think people put so much into, I just want to be proposed to. I just want to have this wedding. And then we create shows off it like Bridezilla, say yes to the dress. And so it's just ingrained in us. So we constantly yes. are like, I need this amount of dress. I need this. I had friends that were like, I want princess cut, this many carrots. I had friends who put pictures of the ring they wanted on their fridge and were like, you better get this to me. Oh, my That's God. what I want. I know. See, and we got little silver bands that a friend of ours made, mm-hmm. and he was l- learning to be a jeweler. Um, neither one of us, Dad, couldn't wear his because he worked with his hands, mm-hmm. um, and he'd have a finger cut off. Yeah. And it when it turned green, his finger turned green. But that he got a lesser quality of the silver. But yeah, mine fits my baby finger now, so I don't even, you know, mm-hmm. know. I think you can no make rings. a wedding nice and a proposal nice without turning into a bridezilla or a groomzilla or making inconveniencing everybody. And for like Chell and I, everyone knows the story. Shawanda's like, damn, Chell, sorry. Or Michelle, maybe you're talking to Michelle, not me. Um, uh, for Chell and I, we eloped. <laughs> And uh, that was perfect for us because a lot of people were saying to Nana, oh, how sad you don't get to go to your daughter's wedding. Oh, people were just on me going, well, how does that make you feel? Your only daughter and you weren't invited and blah, blah, blah. And they Nobody was invited. (laughs) I said, I said, you know, it's what they wanted to do. You have to come back and go, it's not about you. Jolene, thank you, because I didn't have to lose weight for any dress, you know, to fit into. I mean, God knows I'd look really good walking down an aisle, but I didn't have to. I didn't have that. I mean, 
dad and I talk about it often and we never really was in our heads a dream of being at our daughter's wedding, no. our son's wedding. That was For not. For me, I would rather people show up to my comedy show than my wedding. Me and Chell, we're always on stage. We're always performing. We're always having, you know, yes. that attention. So I think a lot of ways, this is for people who aren't uh, performers too. It's like this big party is all this attention on you. And then I'm like, no, unless you're doing, paying, you know, buying tickets and a two drink minimum. Don't waste your t- – then I got to pay for you to eat? I don't even like half our family, Nana. Why am I going to freaking pay for them to eat, Nana? We talked Honey. a little bit about me having – no, I like – people know who I don't like. I don't talk to them I if know. I don't like them. If I talk to you, I like I you. Congratulations. Right. If I don't talk right. to you, I don't like Good. you. Good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. Um, and, you know, I don't know. So when we were talking about after we elope, maybe we'll have a little party in, in – in Minnesota, the more we started talking about it and it was like, we got to get food. We got to get this. We got to get that. I was like, I do not like half these people. We got to invite this person. I don't even like that person. So why would I spend my money? Well, honey, it does. It gets like that. And a lot of times the the brides aren't the problem. Sometimes it's the mom or the mother-in-law that's pushing this or, yeah. Yeah. So you just do what you want to do. And, you know, and I think that's nice. We didn't have a choice as far as um, we wanted to get married in the, we didn't really want to get married in the church. That wasn't as big a deal, but it was to mm-hmm. family members. And um, and it's the only time Paul's mom ever um, spoke harsh to me ever. And uh, Grandma did? What did she say? God damn it. I mean, <laughs> she goes, what do you mean you don't want to get married in the church? So that was the only time she's ever talked, you know like that to me. My mom, my mom, she says, you know, yeah, go up and talk to, you know, father at my church that I was brought up in. And then we got in a fight with the priest about birth control because that's what we did back then. I remember dad telling the story about how he got in a fight with the priest and the priest called him a doubting Thomas. And dad said, Christ himself was a doubting Thomas when on the cross, he said, God, why have you forsaken me? And dad retold that story to the end of time. I know. But, you know, sometimes those Catholic priests, they need to calm it down. You've never been married, sir. What do you know? Well, you know, it just, it broke my heart that I couldn't get married there because I, I wanted to get married at my church that mm-hmm. I was brought up in. But then my grandma came to the rescue and we went over to her parish at St. Matthew's over on the west side of St. Paul and the priest was so cool. And uh, he understood because he saw a lot of our kind. Yeah. It's you a know? New, and you by our kind, evolve. I mean... You know, we're just, we weren't sure. We were brought up in the faith, but, you know. But back then, you had to jump through some hoops because you had to get a letter from your church to go to another church to get married. What? These churches own you. They got so much money. They got too much money. They need to pay taxes. That's the the bottom line. (laughs) Well, you you pay taxes and you see ours go down. Not really. Ours would never go down once they got a tax on you. They'll just keep going. But... No, I'm I saying the, the churches, churches need to pay taxes. No, but I'm saying that you see the churches pay taxes and maybe some of our property taxes or things yeah, who oh, go down. Got it, got it, yeah. But but you never mm-hmm. would see that because once they gotcha, like I said, they gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so that was our story about Yeah. You know, so I think the overall, marriage. you know, yeah, Kenya, she she might not have even known because Kenya kinda can be miserable and let that go off on other people. And I do have empathy for Kenya's story and, you know, her mom. And I did read something recently uh, where she 
her mom did send her daughter a present, which was like oh. um, a, you know, it was a nice olive branch. And she's had this very rough relationship with her mom all these years. And her mom has mental illness and things like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, think that's, I- she, her and Cynthia, I like their friendship. But do I think Kenya probably knew what she was doing? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think she She did. likes to be the I, show. Like you said, Nan, she, she did, likes honey. to be the show. She did. She knew what was going on. But, you know, you just, Kenya, and aren't you proud of me? I'm not calling her Kendra. I'm so proud. I kept saying to myself, Kenya, Kenya, mm-hmm. not Kendra, Kenya. I know. Like Shawanda says in the chat, uh, can't wait for tonight's episode. I can't either because I feel like this episode was just a lot I'm with of- you leading up to this nini comes in at the end nini walks in with like a a tank but one side i think off the shoulder boobs almost her boob almost came out i love nini she's just like walking i was like is nini's boob gonna fall out of her shirt i know everyone had had their confrontation nini walks in the only one happy is marlo and everyone's just like oh here comes nini and and the eyes rolling and everything Mm -hmm. and then they cut away and i went no Mm-hmm. And I made sure, just before we started the podcast, I made sure that I got that being recorded for tonight. I can't wait to watch it because, you know, now you got me involved in these gals' lives. Yeah. And it, I'll tell you, they are fun. These gals. I, these gals' lives, they're wonderful. We they're love fun. these gals. So, Nana, do you know how to juke now and um, wine? Yeah. Can you can you sh- can you show us just um, sitting on the chair how you would juke and wine? I don't think that would be the thing to do. Uh. <laughs> I think you could. You could just kind of bounce because they were telling. Yeah, there you go, Nana. Get it. Get your juke. Get your wine, Nana. I don't know what that is. That's kind of a. She's raising the roof, a la nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Now she's swimming. Okay. Now, now I'm doing swimming. the swim. She's in the sixties. Okay. She's going underwater. Okay. She's drowning. She's drowning. Someone help her. I'm get up. I'm doing the Freddy. <laughs> that was another one. Somebody save her from herself. <laughs> but I love how Portia was like, I'm just gonna keep twerking. And Cynthia has said that her butt is grown bigger no, than it Portia's. Hasn't. I don't know. I couldn't tell in Cynthia's no. dress. But yeah. No, Cynthia looked beautiful in that orange and white caftan, if you will. She came floating in. She looked fabulous. But I started to laugh at that blue and white. Was it a blue and white pants? Oh, I loved it. It was blue and white, and she had the sports bra, and she had the yoga pants. (sighs) Portia's body is is amazing. It's amazing. I don't know how the butt arrived, but it arrived. Because if you look at previous seasons, she did not have that butt. So I don't know if it's just change your diet, squats. I don't know. I don't think I could ever make my weirdly refrigerator butt. I think I built like a fridge kind of, like a a strong frigidaire. Well, I got shoulders and then narrow hips like Marlo. But I would like a, I would like a, you know, like a bump in the back. I would like a, a you know, I, yeah, I would like to be able I, to put a cup on that booty. You know, they say like, I our, know put, it's just round as a, and round yeah. as a peach, you know, for yeah. our girls. I want to put the dinner round. table on the booty. Do you know what I mean? She, just like the whole table. Yes. All the, yes. all the fixings. And I can, <laughs> my butt's getting like that. It and is. I, I, I got two words for you girls to get it like that. Shawanda says she gained uh weight. Black girls weight go straight to our ass. Oh, lucky. Lucky. Well, mine's looking just like that. And I called it two words. 
It's not any new diet or anything. Is it popping out though, Nana? Because mine will go like this when I gain weight. My love handles are pop out like a booty. I got booty love handles. (laughs) I'm sorry. What were you going to say, Nana? Yours is growing. You're getting a little poot in the back. Yeah, but I'm, I wish I could get that roundness. I wish I could. I, I mean, I think we got to squat. I think we have to squat. Yeah. I yeah. can't squat with new hips. I keep saying that. <laughs> I just make that. I just make this shit up so I don't have to do it. But I'm getting really curvy, curvy thighs again, which is not a good thing. I like a curvy and, thigh. I like a thick thigh. I don't mind it. You know what I don't like? Okay, you guys, living in LA, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Me and Chell. We will, we will be out to eat. These women who come in here with these booties that don't match the leg, and you know it's surgically done. Your legs are like oh. this. Your booties like this. It's got to match, Kim K. It's got to match. You gotta, you gotta align. No. Like, you gotta. It's got. It's it's rough. These um surgeons are not doing them any service. You gotta have thighs to match the booty. Otherwise, it looks weird. Yeah. See, and I got those thighs going on, and I just think, you know, two words. Kit Kat. Kit Kats, yep. yeah. That's yeah. all. I got like Love dents them. on my legs now that I gotta work I've been trying to work on. I don't know how those go away. I think that cellulite. Um Yes, that's what it's called, do, baby. Does cellulite go away? If you, you lose know weight. A, you know, I'm I'm a sad <laughs> one to ask because as I've lost weight, you also lose getting older, you lose muscle elasticity. Did Elast- I say that elasticity? right? Elasticity? That's it. That's it, Nana. You got that thick Midwestern tongue. Elasticity. <laughs> Somebody help me. I quit drinking. Um, yeah, elasticity. Yeah. Elasticity. Anyway, mm-hmm. and then when you see those commercials about that crepe skin, I'm starting to get that going What's a on. crepe skin? Oh, my god. Well, it almost looks like you're becoming dehydrated. And it's just, well, I can't show you right now because I've been drinking water like crazy. But it's just kind of a, a wavy thing on your arm. Ugh. Oh, Show it I off got now. the wave. I got a little bit of the wave where you wave and then your arm not moves this. at the bottom. Oh. Not that. Okay. Not that. The wings? It, I got wings. No, not that. I'm flying I, south. I'll have to show Are it you, to you oh, next time sewing. you come okay. home. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to put this needle in because I thought, you know, I like to. That doesn't sound I, good, Nana, trying to put the needle in. That doesn't sound good. The needle and the damage done. Neil Young. Oh. <laughs> Harvest. Best, All right. Best. Shady Booty okay. said there are cellulite creams that have caffeine in them that help with cellulite. Lots of water keeps your skin fuller, less clung to the fat cells. Watch cold case files. Shima from Big Brother. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Thank you, Shawanda. I won't read the rest of that. But, yes, uh, just because I don't want to <laughs> trigger anyone. Um, but, yes, thank you for telling me that. I'm going to have to watch that. I loved myself some Shima from Big Brother. Okay, yeah. So out here in L.A., we just see these mismatched legs and butt, and you're just like, okay. I, I know some people get mm. fat injected in their butt. You know, that's where, uh, you know you take it from your thighs or wherever and you put in your butt. Oh, really? And then oh, some people okay. will get like a Brazilian butt lift and then some people will actually get like a fake ass put in them. So L.A. is going crazy. They they need to just calm it down. Oh. If it, God didn't give it to you and if food doesn't give it to you and if butt lifts don't give it to you, it's not meant for you. It's not meant for you. That's true. And I'm that's someone true. that says get plastic surgery if it makes you feel better. But it's gotta, it's gotta match in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be a tough one. I never, 
they, they take fat from someplace else and then they put it inject in it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like um, someone said in the chat, I, I missed it because it was going kind of fast and we were talking. But, you know, back in the day, it was like models and stuff. You, yeah. If you had a big butt, oh, people would, would hate on that. I remember my friend Crystal, she just had a normally like very beautiful, like kind of like like a bubbly butt. Her butt just kind of perked out. And it was beautiful, but it, people hated on her a lot. And nowadays people are paying for that. And I when know, you would and look in Crystal, the 90s, beautiful, beautiful girl, beautiful yeah. body, and it was all natural. And then now, you know, or, or back in the 90s, it was all about the, it was like, flat asses like a flat ass was what you wanted whoever That's, thought that was a good idea a flat i ass. know isn't that true isn't that true and the high-waisted pants mm-hmm. you know and in the 60s we had twiggy so look what we had to look up to yeah i just had to explain to twiggy Charlie the other night who twiggy was because oh my god we she's were, beautiful she still looks good yeah we were in a bookstore and i think we saw twiggy and i go do you know who that is and we were walking by this lady who was probably a little older than me and i was oh. explaining and she started laughing of who Twiggy was, so. Oh, I loved Twiggy. She had the OG London. She she was a spokesperson for OG London, and they had slicker lipsticks, and they were all the rage. Mm-hmm. Boy, yeah. you sure can tell I'm getting old. All the rage. Since all when do I talk rage. like that? Anyway, it was a hot thing to have. Yeah, everyone in the chat saying Kim K made that, um, the booty hip again. Um, I okay. remember Paris Hilton, when she was rolling around with Kim K, She then they got in a fight because Kim K was like, her uh, organizer, or I don't know, I was like oh, her assistant okay. or something for a while. And then um, Paris Hilton made a comment that it looks like she, her her ass looks like a garbage bag full of, I don't know, something, <laughs> full of cellulite or something. Um, we, we, we sure know how to bring each other up, don't right? we? Yeah. Don't we, don't we? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think... Unfortunately, like mainstream, yeah, and a lot of people like Shawanda saying white girls want lips and butt now all over the world. It's in now to have black features. And I think that the Kardashians have been called out a lot about cultural appropriation and making money off of basically black women's bodies, black women's image, things that are natural to black women. And also, I mean, the, the Kardashians just make bad choices a lot of times. Like Kim, or no, Chloe, no, all these K names. Like, oh Is my it God. Chloe? No, it's Kendall and Kylie. Oh. So the two yeah, youngest but, were making yeah. money off a Biggie and Tupac shirt. I think they had really? their own image on it. And I'm like, first of all, you aren't, you're not even old enough. Second of all, don't make money off these no. dead artists, you know. So, no. Um, no, what is that about? So they're oh being called out a lot. There's actually a um, comedian who is very, very <laughs> funny. Um, and I, Amanda, uh, what is her last name? You guys help me out here. Call, uh, calling out the Kardashians. Amanda. Um, Amanda Woodward from Melrose. No. no. <laughs> okay. Damn it. I was so close. Black culture. She did a wonderful rant, you guys. Um, and it's she's a hilarious comedian. Why am I um, not uh, remembering her name? Comedian Amanda Seals. Yes. Okay. So Amanda Seals, super funny okay. comedian. Um, and I watched her on Instagram, and she did this whole. So Amanda Seals, she's um, 
an American comedian actress. She just has a special out. She was a disc jockey, recording artist. Like, she can do it all. She's only 38 years old, too. She's a year younger wow. than me. She's amazing. She's beautiful. Uh, smart. Just all the good stuff. And she has had specials on HBO. She's Comedy Central. Like she's done a whole bunch of stuff. And she just called out the Kardashians for basically, um, you know, steal, you know, appropriating a black culture, which they've been accused of for years and, and stealing all this. And so I'm trying to find it here. Um, uh, Kardashian, I know we're kind of veering off, but I thought this episode of Atlanta was just kind of leading up to tonight's episode. Oh, so, and it is. And I just can't wait. I truly can't wait. For so she episode. blasts Kim K. So I want to pull up this little thing. Oh, okay. Um, and let's see. When I started watching the Kardashian show, Farmer says, I was like, Bruce has his hands full with all these girls. Little did I know. Little did I know. That's what Farmer. Hello, Farmer. Okay. So um, we have Amanda Seals and she gets on and she comes for Kim's Car- Kardashian after blackface backlash so let's just read the story real quick because it's oh yeah just we're just loosey-goosey here on the married to bravo you guys okay so she has something to say amanda seals posted a long video criticizing kim kardashian for seemingly wearing blackface nana you'll be interested in this not because of the blackface but because of who she was um uh trying to look like okay uh, in a cover shoot for Seven Hollywood Magazine, and it's clear the actress is very unhappy with everyone behind the decision, but who is Amanda anyways? This is what the article is saying. Amanda Seals is 38. She's an actress, comedian. She's also a recording artist and was, was once a touring member of the musical group Floetry. Uh, Amanda had been known for her reoccurring role on HBO TV series Insecure. She plays Tiffany Dubois. Uh, a college friend of Issa Rae's character, but she's also appeared on Blackish and Bring the Funny. So, what did she say about Kim Kardashian? On December 19th, Kim, 39, Kim Kardashian, posted photos from a shoot she did for Seven Hollywood to her Instagram. Very quickly, many of her following went after her for seemingly having a darker skin tone in the pictures. Kimberly, this looks like mm. blackface, one person wrote. Maybe darkening your skin this much was something you were talked into by the folks who set up the shoot. But girl, this is not a good look. You're beautiful. But you should think about removing these photos. But it was Amanda who really came for Kim in an almost seven-minute long video. The actress blasted Kim and the rest of the Kardashians for being notorious for appropriating black culture. She said they don't give any grievance about it. They don't give uh, reverence. Uh, They don't pay uh, homage. I always want to say homage. Uh, No the mimic they take, they commodify. This is a constant thing that they do. And Amanda went on to say, as a black woman, to see this person on the cover in blackface, and yes, you can call it tan or bronze or whatever, the actress added, but again, she don't care. She later tacked on seemingly about either Kim's whole family or white women in general. They inject their lips and their hips and their booties to mimic ours. They attempt our style and they give nothing back it's all depletion and no replenishment i mean wow whoa uh amanda called kim's photos a blatant display of cultural appropriation and blackface by somebody who knows better but chooses not to do better and it is imperative that it gets spoken on entire team of people let it happen because they don't care amanda concluded kim has yet to speak on the controversy so I'm trying. I thought Kim was doing. Was she doing a Diana Ross thing? That's why I thought um, she was 
I'm tr let's see, what's uh, wearing blackface? Okay, let me just click on this. Okay, fans accuse her her cover magazine. Um, I don't know. Okay, so it look yeah. So I'm looking at the picture right now. Okay. Uh, she did have people rushing to her fence. Why do people forget that she is half Armenian? Stop with the blackface haters. Armenians come in all shades. Kim is rocking the 80s glam, and she looks gorgeous. One fired back to the naysayers. I wish you could see this. She's a model. Yeah. Um, I thought she was trying to uh, do like a – she looks very Diana Ross in this picture to me. And I think if you saw it, Nana, you would see that too. So okay. I thought that's probably why Amanda came hard for her. And I, I'm not finding here that she was exactly trying to be. Uh, but we had this in the housewives world. We had uh, Luann, who is a white woman. Uh, she says she's got a little bit of Native American in her. And she says Indian. I mean, Luann is so lost. Luann, uh, and she's I drinking again. Who that is. And she's I drinking remember. again, you guys, after her. Uh, notorious arrest where if she wouldn't have been a white woman of privilege, uh, she probably would have been uh, seriously injured in her arrest because she got out of her handcuffs. She spoke back to the police officer. She tried to run off. She fought them. I mean, there are p Americans in this country that would not survive that. And Luann, being a white woman that's of privilege, very true. was able that's very true. to do these kind of things. And that's why these, that's why Luann, I feel like will always piss me off because she needs to recognize her privilege and then be a spokesperson for people that wouldn't get away with stuff like that. Like speak out and recognize that, but she doesn't. Now she's going to drink again and blah, blah, whatever Luann. But Luann dressed up for Halloween costume as Diana Ross and darkened her skin. Mm. Now, no. The thing is, what I've heard from uh, people on both sides of the argument, uh, people on the argument that you shouldn't, uh, you can still pay homage to someone without darkening your skin. You can still have your kid go out as, you know, any other person of color that, let's say, they have a favorite basketball player. You're not going to darken his skin if he wants to go out and be his favorite basketball player. Or if, no. wants, if you want to go out and be Barack Obama, you're not going to darken your skin. So that was the whole controversy oh, behind gosh, that. Oh, that. that was when Barack Obama was our president. That was my favorite little costume. A little kid came up. And he had a little mask on, and then he had a suit on, just a little kid's suit yeah. with a tie and everything. Mm -hmm. Cutest costume ever. Yeah. I thought, I said, your parents did a good job. This is cute as, cute as hell. I probably didn't say that to him. I hope I didn't. Cute as hell. Cute, um, this cute as hell, kid. <laughs> um, but, okay. So, so yeah. So, not to go are, too far down, but I thought Amanda Seals' uh, take was very interesting. I really respect her as a comedian, and it is, you know, a lot of times comedians call these kind of things out. And so, it was a very interesting yes. discussion to have. I see some people in the chat think Amanda went a little too hard at Kim, and some people don't. Oh, okay. Um, but it did harken back to our housewives world in that Luann uh, also did this. When she was Diana yeah. Ross, and she showed up, and she had like she had That's the wig, and she had the very big wig, and it was just like Luann is just tone deaf. She's just she's no, she's yeah. just deaf tall. Just <laughs> say no, Luann. Just say no, Luann. Nobody needs to see you could be Diana Ross without doing all that. 
without doing yeah. all that. And actually, I know. Stop you it. shouldn't even try to be Diana Ross because she's Diana Ross. <laughs> I know. So just Stop let it, it be. Uh, Shawanda says, I take it as a compliment. They love us so much. They want black men. They want to look like us. I don't care. Whatever makes them happy. And they do give back. Amanda went too hard on them, in my opinion. Their kids are oh, black. Okay. Come on now. So yeah, there's lots of different um, takes on this subject. Yeah, I can see that. I can and see that. I can. I think it's okay. You know, it's great to have the discussion and to hear the different sides um, of that. And so we got a little bit off. But again, I do think this episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta was just a buildup to Nene getting it, there. And then they freaking oh, cut it, like you said, Nana. And they leave us hanging. I just, you know, and I know it's for the suspense. And I know it's so you'll tune in again. But don't do that to us. Give us a little bit of Nini at the end. We I are just... on nepis- episode. We are on episode nine. We're on episode the Nini show, <laughs> and we haven't even gotten Nini in no. the group yet talking about this. And what I fear is there's going to be some major drama. It's going to happen super quick, a fight, and then they're not, they're not going to talk again this uh. season. I cannot, you guys. I don't know how you feel, but I cannot um, have. My housewife separated like this. No, I said, you know, I didn't say that. You said that. You said that a couple episodes before that you said it's so wonderful when they're all together, especially when they're on a travel status. Mm -hmm. And it's much more interesting. And you're right. I don't like the two little groups here or a group here, two of them, three, three gals over here talking. No, 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 no. Get together. It's, it was, it's much, it's much more entertaining. I need you to get together and talk to each other. I think you guys in the chat are saying that there are too many live streams right now and you're watching other live streams. I think you're watching Mad Rose D, um, who I love. Say hi for me. Say from Jolene. Nana, you don't know who they are because they mostly cover uh, Big Brother, but now they're venturing oh. into Bravo with a podcast. So we support oh, our okay. other women podcasters out there. So Absolutely. shout out to Maddie, Maddie and her mom, for sure, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. Um, so um, I know last week we went a little over for time. We did. Is there a time we're supposed to stop by? No, but I think we went over as far as there isn't, but um, you had because we pee. had, thank you. That's where Nana we're going with pee. this because <laughs> the band's got to pee. Yeah. Oh, Nana, um, we're breaking. Maddie got a BF. Now you don't know Maddie, but Maddie and her mom have been covering Big Brother for years, you guys. And if oh, you guys okay. like Bravo and you like Big Brother, go check out Mad Rose D. Um, I used to call him Mad Rose but that's not how you say it. And it's Maddie and her mom. Um, I always, I forgot her mom's name and I'm so sorry, but me and Maddie follow each other on Twitter. Janet. Yes, Janet. Uh, They're adorable. They're East Coast, Nana. They're kind of like you and I, just an East Coast version, a younger East Coast version of you and I. And they're super cute. And apparently Maddie got a boyfriend. So that's what they're talking about on their live stream. Um, So good for Maddie. She's adorable. Uh, So yeah. So if you want more Bravo options, they're out there, you guys. They're out there. I love to give our fellow women um, shout outs too. Okay. Nan, I'm so sorry I interrupted you. You said you had to pee. It ran a little long for you last episode. We're sitting at 69 minutes. Nana's holding her bladder together. She might pee your pants we could get a poop story and a pee in her pants story so overall you guys leave it in the be chat. awesome i know we went off on a lot of tangents um I, but i, I had know. fun that's what we do this is that's this if you want a that's straightforward right. breakdown you're gonna have I to find it somewhere totally, else <laughs> i totally love talking i always love talking to you this is just so i love talking and to I you and i feel Anna. like 
and I just got a little more relaxed with it. So that's good. Why were you having anxiety over it? Oh no, oh. no. But in the beginning, I was. I can look back and a little more stiffer. And now I'll now I'll sew something or drink multiple mm-hmm. things. Somebody asked me, "You drinking all that and you don't have to go potty?" And I thought, "Oh, that's true." The minute I read that, then I had to go potty. You know, it's that bing. Anyway, thank you, Jed Jensen. I love you both ladies so much. You make my day every time. Um, Oh, thank you so much. I'm going to sweet. I love it. And I'm also okay. So here's the deal, Nana. This is what I would like to do. I would like to see if I can get you on TV co with me um, because you'll be able to see the comments and you can join in. And so maybe after this, after you pee, we'll try to figure it out because we're I'm covering the circle, which is like Big Brother, uh, but a little different. I'll explain it to you later. Um, so if you guys want to follow uh, me for that on TV Co. and on YouTube, um, I would like to get you more involved in that too, because I think we could have some fun discussions and a lot of people from this okay. um, chat are also on TV Co. We could do a lot of fun stuff. So let's talk about that after, but let's rate this episode. Um, I'll go first because I always make you go first. Um, this oh, episode okay. of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, since we veered off so much and it was too much Jooking and whining. I just want to see them jook and whine live. I don't want to see them doing it in class. I did like to see Eva on the ball with eating her little ice chips going, oh, I jooked and whined so much. That's how I got these babies, you know. I love it. Uh, but I, that- for the most part, I don't need the airplane ride. If you're not all together and there's no drama other than Marlo losing her passport, I'm not bothered by it. I would like, but I did like how Tanya said, oh, Canadians don't steal. And Marlo's like, well, apparently they stole. But in the last trip they went on last year, she lost her luggage. So Marlo's, she's struggling. But oh my I'm going to give okay. this episode a three. I'm going to give it a three. I, I didn't get good until the last three minutes. And yeah. now it looks like I saw previews. We're going to see, they're going to get hit the hit the streets for this carnival in Toronto. We're going to see more of Toronto. We're going to see them dressed up. They're going to be joking and whining live. We're going to see Nini and Eva talking. Nini's got the shades on to throw some shade. I'm so excited about that. Eva's going to go, you blocked me. Uh, and she's going to say, no, I unfollowed you. And we need this. We need this. So I say I three. Let wait. us know in the chat what you think, Nana. What do you um, rate? I, I, four. 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 Okay. It's so funny, Nana, because we're seeing all threes and fours. Shonda says four. Exus says three. Shawanda says three. Kiki says three. Um, wow. Morris, thank you. He says, I love your circle vids. I really appreciate that. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> but yeah, I just, you it know. It wasn't good. It wasn't as good as I had hoped. Yeah. And here's me, because I don't remember things like I used to. I bet I turned that thing on five times mm-hmm. and I'd start to watch it. Then I'd hear, oh, the dryer go off. Okay, go downstairs, full close, come back up going, oh, I got to, they don't call it rewind. What do they call it now? Whatever. And I'd send it back to the beginning. Rewind. And I'd set it back again and I kept watching it over and over and over again. And it still still wasn't holding. It wasn't holding my interest until the very end. Rodney gives it a two and I don't blame you, Rodney. Wow. That's. I think. They needed Probably to just get to honest. the rooftop, yeah. get to the rooftop, get to the choppa. What's that from? Is that from a movie? Get to the choppa. Total I don't know. No. Get up, get up to the roof and you can see heaven much better. That's a Supreme song. See, but Nana anyway, knows her Motown. Nana is I no know joke. Motown. She loves Motown. So, all right. So don't forget to like this video, you guys. And thank you so much for oh, joining thank you. Into thank you, guys. Our chat. We will be back. We are trying to um, 
do this every Saturday. Now we had some funerals and things that uh, conflicted. Oh. So now I think we're going to move it to Sundays, right, Nana? That's what we were thinking. It, it works out a little better for us. Yeah, so um, we're thinking I about... Finished, oh, I Nana finished, finished my... Her. Oh, how cute, Nana. Cute? She's got I her that. peace patch on her little jean jacket. It's just a jean shirt, jean shirt, you know, but I thought that's cute. That's so cute, I'll wear Nana. that with a little dress. So Nana but, accomplished um, something. Uh, but yeah, so instead, we are going to be going live with our... Married to Bravo, at least with the Atlanta Housewives, I think every Sunday, 10 a.m. Yeah. Pacific, noon Central, 1 Eastern. Noon, noon Minnesota. Yes. So Okay. So, yeah. So that is our show, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Again, if you have, Night of Light says he will buy one from you. Buy what, honey? One of these? Yeah. Oh, honey. Nana, you can start an Etsy. We can add it to my Etsy, Nana. Aren't these cute? They're super cute. I, just, I found the patch at a garage sale. They're so, so and, cute. We're doing a And long... I put it away, and I'm thinking, wow, we do these long goodbyes. We do. We um, love the long Minnesota goodbye. They're the best. Mm -hmm. I'm going to Target today. Um, you and Chell gave me um, a, gift, uh, a gift card. A gift card. Yep. So I'm heading mm -hmm. to Target. I'm excited because I like to go up and down each aisle and check out things. And so, and then I used my gift card that Bill and Sarah gave me already at Kohl's. So now I, it burned a hole in my pocket. I can't stand it. it I can't stand that. It's burned a hole in my pocket. I can't stand having money in my purse. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Gotta Anna, spend it. You, uh, you pass that along to me because that's exactly how I am as well. Oh. So, yeah, you guys. So we will be covering um, tonight's episode next week. But yes, if you have ideas for what me and Nana should uh, branch off for our own little podcast where I think we could talk life, pop culture, and just loosey-goosey, just real loosey-goosey. Okay. Or we right. just need a fun name for it. It's a mother and daughter. It's like a generational, you know, you got your whatever the hell generation I am and you're okay, boomer. We could call the podcast okay, boomer, and you could shut down all the haters, Nana, and just talk you about life. You know, I could. Mm -hmm. I could. Okay, boomer. I like it. Let's call it I okay, mean, who boomer. Brought, who, who else brought that up? That okay, boomer. Just who me. Else is, I just said it right now. Are you trimming your bangs? What are you doing? <laughs> I think so. Don't, Nana. Nana, it's been, it's been it's been bothering me the whole time. Okay. Um. Anyway, oh, somebody Nana should get a vacuum in here. Just scissors and cut. Doesn't that look better? I don't just fresh. know. I can't tell. She just cut part of her bangs off. Are you okay? Are you having a, as Heather Dubrow would say from the Real Housewives of Orange County, she's having a psychotic break. She's having a psychotic break. I'm not. I'm not. I have an appointment with Mary tomorrow to get this Mary white stuff. Mary is going to kill you. You're just cutting oh, she them won't bangs e up. She won't even notice. Shady Booty says it has to be done at an angle. Nana just went straight on and across. Like I know. I just, you know, <laughs> just like a two-year-old cuts her bangs up here. What a way to end felt, the podcast. Nana giving herself I, a live haircut. <laughs> I just felt like I had to do it <laughs> so okay i think i peed a little that was funny <laughs> nana i saw the scissors i'm like what is this bitch doing oh my god oh see, my yeah god. but see it what do i have to do was it morris that told me an angle who's telling me an angle no shady booty said an angle 
Oh, See, Shady Booty that's said the thing. Like Shady Booty said, never know what is coming. Expect the unexpected. She's cutting it more, you guys. Well, I have to because you said moment. no. Oh, yes. Do you remember that? That was so sad. But she said no, an no. angle, but I don't think this is. Okay, that's good enough. What? Okay. Did you just do the. <laughs> oh, honey, you know what? It's, I think it's. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> The Lu- you know, it all it grows are, back. I like in the Lucy Goosey podcast with um, it grows Jolene. back. Um, I think it's because anytime I've felt like extreme anxiety, my one thing is I always want to grab a scissors and just cut all my hair off. And that's like this thing I have, I have to fight in my head. So I'm like, is Nana having that moment? <laughs> no, it was bothering me this morning, and it was kind of like. Like, I don't know, just it's getting more straw like. So I thought, oh, I need to go get this colored. Nana, people are really liking the Lucy Goosey podcast for our future podcast where we can just talk about life, love, all the things. And I can just randomly cut her hair. I can cut my hair and I I can bring props. And next, boys and girls, I think we're going to get together and show top over here. Everything that I did in kindergarten. I still have the scrapbook. So hang on to 1959. It was a good year. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll end it on that. Thanks, you guys. Nana gave herself a haircut, and I'm going to call the doctor to have someone go check on Nana. We're going to do a, what is it, a 2020 check-in, a 1080? What is I don't know. I don't know these things. A 640? One one out of 12, 10, four. See the woman cutting her hair. I don't know. Okay, I love you. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Love you guys. Love you, Nana. Thank you guys Love so you much. Too. We will talk to you all very, very soon. <laughs>